0: Once again, my code for 10% off is Ryan10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today on An Actor Despairs, we have a talent I have been seeking to speak to for so long, Jason Tobin. You know him right now as he's taking over HBO Max on his show Warrior. He's also been in other projects like Jasmine, Fast and the Furious Tokyo GIF, and he's coming up in Fast and the Furious 9. Jason is a warrior, literally an incredible athlete, and someone who's really blown my mind. I'm so grateful that he came on the show, Jason, I got so much love for you. Hey guys! Please make sure to write to HBO Max and beg them for Warrior Season Three. It's so deserved. Here it is. Jason Tobin, welcome to an actor's spares. How are you doing, brother? Hey,
1: thank you for having me. I'm I'm doing good.
0: Thank you very much, man. It is such an honor to have you on. I have I've been such a big fan. I I I discovered you in that film Jasmine. I thought that was oh, really? a really cool film. And then uh, you know, man, it's it's so funny. I uh, just had the chance to finish Warrior. Finally, I got a few episodes when I had my Cinemax thing and you were so incredible in that show. <laughs> I mean, it, you were my favorite character, man. You were like, Hoon, Hoon Lee's a friend. He did the show. And mm. um, man, you're, you're so outstanding. And then that same day, I was like, I kind of was so depressed that it ended on like such, you know, ho- hopefully we have a season three, but then I just randomly decided to watch Beverly Hills Ninja to go the other way, and then who do I see but you, man? You know.
1: Wow, wow, that's interesting because you basically watched the bookends of my career right there. Like yeah, <laughs> the Beverly, beginning.
2: And- <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. But Beverly Hills Ninjas was literally my first line, one line in a actually, you know, like a sag paid hollywood movie you know what i mean oh man uh, those are the hardest to get they are man they are
0: oh so talk to me man where where did you grow up so um my
1: dad's actually english he's british um, is an english guy and um he met my mom when he was working for the british government in hong kong okay like uh, a long time ago when it was still a british colony and uh, so i grew up in hong kong and then we moved around quite a bit my dad was an entrepreneur and so we lived in the Philippines, lived in Singapore for a bit. And then during that period, I actually went to boarding school in the UK. Oh, wow. And uh, it was in boarding school, actually, where I, where I um, you know, I was bitten by the acting bug. So I was uh, nine years old. That. Yeah. So it was interesting because, like, I was uh, nine years old when my, when my dad sent me to boarding school in the UK. I'd been living in Asia. I'd been, like, you know, growing up wearing like, you know, T-shirts, shorts, and, you know, flip-flops, that very, very, you know, hot climate. And then all of a sudden I'm in the UK literally freezing my ass off oh, in the winter. <laughs> uh, and um, and uh, I was really homesick, you know, um, you know, just thousands of miles away from, from family. And yeah. I was unbelievably homesick. And then the, I think it was the first week of school um, we had a drama class. And I just instantly, you know, fell in love with all the games that we played. It wasn't, we weren't performing yet, but it was just, you know, theater games and just like improv. Yeah. Improv. Yeah. 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 And I had a really great teacher who, you know, I I actually reflect on this sometimes and wonder like what would have happened if I'd had a a really great teacher in another subject. But anyway, I had this great teacher as a drama teacher. His name was David Wendon. And he really made me believe that uh, I actually had some ability or something. And I, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't. No, did. you definitely did But do, either man. way, either way, it was like that, that thought, that belief, that enjoyment that kind of like carried through. And um, it wasn't actually, I didn't even know that you could be an actor. I think I was like 17 or 18 thinking of like university and, you know, what, what to do with my life. And, um, you know, I was, I had applied to all these like universities and,
0: like the, um, the, 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 the Rada's the Lambdas, or no, no, oh, no, 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 at this oh. point,
1: at this, at this point, I, I didn't even think you could be an actor. Oh, I, wow, didn't, okay. I didn't, I didn't even understand that you could be an actor. Right. So, so I was applying for like law school and oh, know, like proper yeah. job, Got yeah, <laughs> proper job. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then, um, I, uh, <laughs> I did really poorly in my in my uh, so in the UK in Hong Kong we we did this thing called uh, A levels. Okay. I guess for you guys in, in high school, you guys do like SATs, right? SATs, you know, yeah. Okay, so basically we do a bunch of exams called A levels, and I basically did terribly in all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, get I did, it. Really, you bad. Great I did really bad. I did really bad. I had done really well up until like the 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 my last year of high school, and then I got a girlfriend. ah nice
0: was she worth it
1: (laughs) she was definitely
0: worth it but it was
1: funny because you know she ended up getting like straight a's and i flunked out and i'm like wait a second when did you have time to study i was literally with you all the time you know (laughs) 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 she was like studying behind my back how dare you You yeah um but uh yeah so when i was 18 i um um I think you know I think my dad had already kind of gotten the idea that I wanted to be an actor um because I'd just you know been talking about it, but um like I said, I didn't know that you could be one i I thought actors and it, it, their careers were just magic they were picked out of the sky yeah like, they, they like, won the lotto. Gonna, yeah. The one that, yeah, I had no idea that like you could like go learn it and then like you know go out for a job and yeah. uh, you know what i mean like it was a thing and uh so one day my dad I was like seventeen he gave me a uh, he found like a little ad in a, in a, one of those like a chippy, um, you know, classified ads, uh, magazines. Right. Yeah. And, and there was an acting class being taught in Hong Kong. I was living in Hong Kong at the time, um, by this American guy and his name was Louis Roth. And he was basically at that time, he was, he was this white American guy from New York who had been in like a ton of Hong Kong movies. Wow. In all sorts of little parts and big parts, but like, you know, he was always the white guy. Yeah. So he played cops, he played bad guy, he played everything. And he was in all these films, Jackie Chan films and stuff. And so he started teaching this acting class and I started going to it. And um, there was this woman in the class who had just arrived in Hong Kong. She's from New York as well. And she started telling me about acting classes in New York and LA. And I... And I was just looking at her like incredulous. I'm like, wait, you so see, you need a, a you need to like, like, it's like a university. You get <laughs> like, no, you need to apply. Yeah. She said, no, you just pay the money. And you go. I'm like, what? Are you serious? Like, I just <laughs> had no, I had no concept at this yeah, stage of like yeah. what it was like. Right. So. So I'm like, you know, because I'd been like applying to schools and not getting into it. And all of a sudden you're telling me I could like follow Do my Do your dream. Yeah. And no one is gonna stop me. Yeah. Oh my
0: God. You know, like it was uh so anyway, at, long story. At this short, point, I, have you had yeah. any experience with the States or no? Uh
1: I, I no, I'd never been well, no, I take that back. I'd been to America as a kid on holiday, yeah. but I'd never been there. Um yeah, to, live, there or as work. to yeah. live or as an adult, you know, or, you know, or I couldn't even remember. It. I mean, I saw photos when I was yeah. there, but I don't remember it, you know? And so, um, so, so basically, um, yeah, I think within like six months, I, I packed up my bags and I moved to LA you know like 18 arriving in LA, not knowing. Oh, a like classic Hollywood yeah, story. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. It's so amazing. You know, I, arrived with, I arrived with one bag. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. It's one of those things where, like, I think when you don't know, you're braver. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, would I do that now? Like, i be like, yeah, I, of I, course. Like a million reasons, we're better, you know, and, and like, we know. Oh, no, 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 that's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. But
0: sometimes that's- that that beautiful naivete works in your favor. You know, so totally. it, it sounds like your your father was a really big supporter. That that's so beautiful.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because uh, both my parents have. Uh, have been extremely supportive of uh my dream to be an actor and and you know and and uh, the long (laughs) and the long road that that's been yeah um i feel very fortunate for that because i know a lot of other actors they don't get that kind of support especially you know maybe if you i mean i'm sure all families but particularly like asian families like yeah yeah the idea of being an actor is just like what yeah it, it's so you, Do you know, know uh, Orion
0: ryan lee he did the show and it, it talked mm, to, yes, yeah, yes yeah yeah did same, you yeah talk about that
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's it's a real thing um for, but fortunately like for me like um my parents were i guess kind of rebellious in their own right i mean at the time you know a mixed uh you know a mixed race couple and and uh, my dad's, my dad's a character. My mom's a character. They're both larger than life. And, um, and so, you know, fortunately for me, like, you know, they're very supportive. And I, I it's kind of funny because I remember even saying to my dad <laughs> when I was 18, like with all this, like, you know, enthusiasm, I don't care if it takes me 20 years, yeah. do this, <laughs> you know, like, uh, oh. and my daddy, I remember Cause I, I, one day I asked my dad, I said, you know, of all the things that I've, I've You know, over the years, I'd tell him, you know, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. You know, just you know, thinking like things, these things were uh, a whim. Uh, But for some reason, when I told him I wanted to be an actor, he he actually it he he heard it and he he never questioned it. You know, and um, so it was really satisfying because like you know, it's been a long road, and you know, well, two years ago when we were filming. Uh, warrior I you know I flew my dad out and you know showed him around set oh and like, man you know, what? I, you know I was like so it was so like uh, gratifying
0: yeah, yeah. I, I've been been to Cape Town for a film and I know what it's like there that's it's the most beautiful place on earth and you guys did that at, at the studios yeah. right
1: that's right yeah, oh yeah, man yeah.
0: such a beautiful studio like it's incredible Amazing. man and that's so so beautiful that you got that gift man and I, I yeah. say this very rarely on the show but there's mm. such a distinct energy and there's something there's just so much existence behind your eyes. And that's why oh, I love watching you. you work, man. So I'm so yeah. curious, you know, when, when you were a child, you know, I know you mm. said you were in uh boarding school, but also you spent time in Hong Kong were mm. any of those kind of like Hong Kong films, a, a part of your youth, like seeing Jackie Chan yes. or yes, they were. Yeah. So absolutely. So, um, you know, uh,
1: I was so fortunate to have grown up that way because obviously I was exposed to, um, you know, American TV and cinema. I mean, you know, I I watched a ton of TV and a ton ton of movies. Yeah. Uh, I was always allowed to watch movies. You know, like it was, it was a good, you know, it wasn't, I didn't grow up with parents who was like, Oh, you know, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same thing. Yeah. You know, like you, you know, I I was able to watch a lot of movies and uh, a lot of American films. i watched a lot of, uh, British uh, films and and comedies and I grew up watching Hong Kong movies yeah so I got all of that and and it's interesting I'm, I'm glad you brought that up and um but I do feel like I'm very much influenced by all of that you know um so you know in some ways when I play young June in warrior you know that that is every bit is every, every bit of um uh, of all that the hong kong cinema that i grew up with yeah there's also a lot of the american stuff and the british stuff i'm bringing it all together and and um yeah because it does does have
0: those western the western and the hong kong notion kind of blended together in this beautiful amalgamation of 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 of, of post civil war san francisco you know yes and yeah. I'm I'm curious, man, because you're so like you're tightening in that show. The way you move, martial, <laughs> martial arts were those a part of your life starting young? That's right. Yeah. So um, again,
1: you know, I've been studying martial arts uh, most of my life. I I remember you know, again, I was in boarding school, and I that was probably the first time I started doing martial arts. We did judo, and I was literally the only Asian boy. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I I yeah. Only of one. I was literally one of. Only two Asian boys in the, the whole school. It was a, a Brit- it was a all boys boarding school, and um, I remember uh a uh, my first martial arts instructor. His name was Toby Hunter. He was a judo uh, a judo uh, instructor, and um, it, it was funny because I remember when I, I walked in the room the first day, his eyes lit up. He's like, "What? There's an, an <laughs> Asian person that I get to teach martial arts to?" So it was really sweet, and. Um, yeah, and so I kept that going, you know. And as I went through high school, I I, um, I started getting into Taekwondo and and uh, Muay Thai. All the different they, disciplines
0: of it all. Yeah, yeah. That's the and thing. then I
1: went to and then when I, I when I moved to L.A. when I was eighteen, um, I didn't have a. So I I, the first thing I did was you know before paying rent or anything, I would pay for my acting classes. And then the second thing I would do was pay for my martial arts classes. And I started studying at the Innocento Academy in L.A. And I basically just took every class that they had there. If I had, if I, if I wasn't doing anything, I would be in class. So,
2: yeah.
1: and every, you know, um, uh, and it was such a great environment because there's so many stunt guys that, that, um, that Train there. There. Yeah. and obviously the Bruce Lee history, you know, and, um, and you know, it's interesting because when I look back at that time, a lot of those guys are now like filmmakers and, and stunt coordinators. Um, and, um, was so that it, was, something- it was a good environment
0: that ever piqued your interest maybe is like a survival job to do stunt work? Did you ever do that? I've,
1: I've I've dabbled in stunts. I've done one or two gigs. I don't, I wouldn't call myself a full out stunt man because I don't want to disrespect the guys that really, you know, of a really elite level. Um, But yeah, I kind of, you know, you know, got into that environment, but I had gone, I had gone to LA because I wanted to be an actor. I, my, my whole, goal and dream my whole life was I just wanted to be this I wanted to be a great actor and do important work you
0: are man you did it
1: oh thank you yeah I appreciate that
0: yeah
1: um and and so uh I always kind of kept my martial arts and my acting separate just because I I knew that like I didn't want to go down that martial arts actor path yeah and not because I didn't respect it but that just wasn't what i wanted to do yeah. i wanted to do yeah
0: like like a robin Chu, or you know
1: like yeah i mean i don't want to disrespect any martial arts actor yeah but like i just wanted to keep martial arts and acting separate because i needed. it that, okay that, that's that once, right. once, right, yeah once you yeah you know as in like once you became that like it, it was hard um, to distinguish yourself was, from that exactly. yeah yeah and i would hear that from other guys you know it's like oh once you're you know in that sort of um, world, you're not gonna see maybe. Gently
0: do a drama film, you know what I mean? Exact, ex- yeah. Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, and so I really wanted to be I, you know, so I really wanted to focus on my acting and I, you know, so um and don't get me wrong, it wasn't like I was being offered martial arts roles and I was turning them down. I probably would have taken every single job. Yeah, I was, but I just kind of kept it discreet. And it wasn't really until uh Warrior that I was finally able to bring my two passions together, you know, yeah. because I love martial arts um, and um, let me condense this story, but basically before Warrior, I'd not trained in a, in a, a long time, probably like a good decade. Oh, wow. And, do, do you mind? Yeah, ex- yeah.
0: Do you, did you just get bored with it or did, uh, you know? Yeah, you know,
1: uh, you know, it's weird because like both acting and martial arts in my life, I've gone through periods where I quit or f- fell out of love with yeah. it and then had to come back to it. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, warrior, I, I've always, I've said this quite a few times, but you know, it's such a gift to be working as an actor and to be working on a television show and then to not, a, but then to be on a great television show and then yeah. to have a great role. These are like amazing. It, it's um, hit, impossible
0: odds. They know it, it so rarely happens, man. It you so know. rarely
1: happens. Yeah. It, and, so to get this job I was extremely grateful for but one of the greatest gifts that warrior has given me is that it's given me permission to um fall in love with martial arts again yeah and so now I'm like you know I can't I'm just thinking about it all the time I'm trying to train as much as I can and and now I'm surrounded by these by these amazing martial artists I get to meet you know um you know amazing fighters and martial artists yeah and uh and uh, and I'm I'm still like a, a geek, you know, about all this stuff. So totally. you know, you know um, it's uh, it's just yeah, it's it's one of the the perks of this job, and uh, and so finally, like I so when I finally got Warrior, and um, and uh, working with Shannon uh, Lee of all people, Shannon Lee, right? Yeah, and, and being a big Bruce Lee fan, so finally, because I, I thought that boat had passed. I thought I was, you know, I was like, oh, you know what? I probably it looks Can- like you know, I probably won't do any martial arts films. I just it never came, you know, I never got that opportunity. And then when warrior came, I finally could, you know, bring these two passions together. And I remember I, I, um, once I got the job, I, I called up, uh, Jonathan Chopper, our showrunner. And I asked him, I said, so, uh, you know, what, what's the, the deal? Like once I get to Cape town, like with training and martial arts and, and stuff. So, you know, do I, you know, do can I train and with the stunt team? And he's like, yes, of course. You know, he said, uh, you can train as much as you want or as little as you want. Yeah, and um, and it was amazing because no one had even asked me what my martial arts background was. No when way, I got, the, got warrior. Was it yeah, an offer I, I, it was, or was it an audition? No, 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 no it, it wasn't an offer. It was it was audition. I, I wow. definitely auditioned for it, and uh, which is a story uh, in itself. But but I'd gotten the job just purely on on the acting and the, the scenes, right? And so. So, so no one had even asked me like, you know, do you even know how to throw a punch or any? No one had asked me that. That's so. Funny. So, so when JT said, yeah, yeah, you can you know train as much as you want or as little as you want, I go, okay. Well, there is no goddamn way I'm gonna be in a Bruce Lee TV show and not train. asshole. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> to look good. Yeah. And you know, um, so so yeah, and when I when I arrived in Cape Town, you know, the the initial scripts that I that. Had been given. Um, there was no description of what Young June's, uh weapons of choice were. And um, oh, the
0: knives weren't in there. They were were not part of the script. Okay. Oh, we're not wow. in the scripts
1: yet. Yeah, and uh, and and so when I got there, you know, the, as we pieced the character together, you know, um, uh, I remember you know went into hair and makeup, and they're like, "Yeah, we're thinking about giving you a pompadour," and I'm like you know yes i was like yeah that sounds cool you know they put my hair up and i was like great perfect so apparently um they had considered that for uh assam and then when they approached the producers uh and jt and they're like no 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 that's more of a young june thing yeah so thank goodness i got i got the pompadour and then uh then i went to the stunt tent and i met you know brett and the gang and and he's like yeah we're thinking of like you know maybe Young June. It, you know he's got he uses two knives and I'm like oh yes and I was like <laughs> so like, badass just, like so badass yeah and I go to I go to wardrobe and they're like yeah you know the tongs are gonna be in diff- gonna have different looks and uh, you know they're gonna be like more Mongolian they're gonna be more like Qing dynasty you you're gonna be wearing a, a Gucci like a Armani or whatever it's Hugo Boss style <laughs> suit get to know, look fitted. cool I'm like, get, to-
2: like, <laughs> get out of here
1: oh man it was like they make me look so cool. And like, I get to
0: do, dude, you so do look cool so stuff, cool, man. Like. Oh. I'm, I'm <laughs> nice. curious, you know, man, yeah. Take, like I'm a skateboarder and I just recently yeah. got back on one and yeah, I still have certain mechanics of it, but there's certain things I can't do. When you got mm. to Cape town and you jumped back into the martial arts, did mm-hmm. it come kind of, you know, cause you spent so much time of your life focusing Yeah. or was it, was mm-hmm. it arduous for you to dig back into that?
1: Yeah, it definitely there definitely was um i mean i fell back into it quite quickly but yes you know time does things to you right and like yeah. uh you know there's some mu- muscle memory but obviously i didn't have the the fitness or the 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 you know um uh that i had when i was you know much younger doing martial arts and and you know obviously one of the main things that goes is flexibility so i was like all right got to Got to do some yoga. <laughs> Got to do a lot of stretching. Yeah. You know, um, and now obviously I need a lot more recovery time. Um, you know, for fight scenes and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, you know. But you know, sometimes I'm I, I I'm surprised. Like, oh man, I took all that time off, and you know, I still know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> relatively, of you, do. you know, relatively. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah and, and the other thing is i'm just surrounded by the best the, the best team in the world i mean these i i always think of this like uh my career where you know for many many years like i was playing like the lower leagues and you know, if i use like sports as an, an analogy um felt like i've been playing like maybe you know regional or like you know the asian tour or whatever yeah and then finally i got caught up you know with war i got called up you know, backups to, you know, the big leagues. Yeah. And that, and I really genuinely feel like, uh, you know, I'm playing for, you know, one of the top teams. And not only that, but I'm a star player. And it's like, you know, I'm not on the bench, you know, I'm like, you know, give me the ball, you know, yeah. uh, so, um, and you have this yeah, amazing little...
0: camaraderie, you know, the yes. story is as is, is much about a Psalm's character as it is about young June, you know?
1: Yes. And yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I absolutely love the balancing of the storytelling, but I'm curious before we take a deep dive into mm. warrior, just for yes, the sure. audience sake. So when you were in LA, you were, you were 18, you were doing these martial arts classes. Mm-hmm. How did, how did you land the agent? What was, the, you know, how oh, did you get, how did I land how, an agent? how did you get Beverly That's Hills Ninja? How did that happen?
1: <laughs> okay so so I kind of mentioned that like Beverly Hills Ninja and Warrior kind of like the bookends of my yeah. career right but but actually it took me a long time to get Beverly Hills Ninja you know what I mean like I was probably I'd been in LA uh, a good long time by that point and so when I arrived when I was 18 I didn't know anything I and I had no one to give me advice or anything yeah. I uh it was back in the days like it was I, I'm aging myself now but it was you know, it's not like now where you can just Google everything. Yeah. And everything, and right. There are forums yeah. and you can do, you know, it was like, I I arrived, headshots were still black and white. Um, there was two publications that would come out weekly called uh drama log. And I think, I think it's still backstage. Yeah. Backstage. Yeah. That would, you, yeah. That would have like some, you know, casting notices and, you know, ads for, 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 um, you know, classes and that kind of thing, and and so I, I basically got to LA and I started from the bottom. I just you know would submit myself to you know student films and and you know I signed up to to be an extra and um, and I probably did. I was basically a professional extra for a good six months. Like I, wow. I had like an extras cast calling company. I think they called it, and yeah. every day they would send me on a different gig, and uh, you know, um, and I would try and do as many student. I to this day I, I'm not really sure how many student films I've, I've done but i've done tons I, I think i might have done like i may i don't think i'm exaggerating 30 or 40 student. yeah films. i saw
0: that on your imdb yeah. your credits yeah. are insane
1: yeah you know just like I, I you know you know usc ucla afi yeah afi LMU, some of the best
0: yeah uh,
1: you know north wherever I, you know if i could get on anything i i would get on you know i would try and get on it and Basically, uh, my thinking was I just need as much time as, as possible, kind of like a pilot. You need your hours, you know, you yeah, need your hours on yeah, set. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I remember like the first time I was, uh, you know, on a gig and I was just so stiff. I was like, <laughs> you, know, you know, like, so no intense. <laughs> it's just so no. like, oh my God. Yeah. And I would talk really fast because, you know, I just want to get through the scene as quickly as possible, you know, and, <laughs> and um, so. It took me a long time. Um, I think I got Beverly Hills Ninja, and and so right around Beverly Hills Ninja, that one line, I also landed a small indie Asian American independent film, and I was one of the main characters. And I think I was probably on my seventh year in L.A. at that point. Wow. So it took me a long time. It was yeah. I I some, back then I would like I would say things like. Um, I wouldn't wish these years on my worst enemy. Ah, really, they were tough, man. They were yeah. super tough. I was just broke all the time. And uh, I remember like scraping up pennies for yeah, you know, know. 99 cent burgers and just uh, feeling sorry for myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, I knew the feeling well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um,
1: so those were, but yeah, it was, it was, a, uh, it took me, a, yeah, I think it took me a good six, seven years, you know, of, like just like slugging away and by that point to be honest i was kind of burnt out so um did you go back man, to hong I, kong no i i think i was i think the eighth year i was there oh you 18 months after uh, those movies um i landed a, a role in a movie called better luck tomorrow which was yeah. uh, directed by uh justin Lin. and
0: who um, you forged yeah. your relationship with who yeah it, it, i mean
1: you you just did fast nine right that's right that's right yeah yep. yeah yeah so yeah, so it was, it was really fortunate. So the, the little indie film that I did, uh, around the time of, um, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, uh, the movie is called yellow and it's about a group of Asian American kids on grad night, you know? And, um, so that film and Justin's first film had been traveling around, um, the festival, the circuit. Asia, the festival circuit together. Yeah. So, so he knew of me, I knew of him. And then one day I get a call and, um to audition for better Luck tomorrow and um and long story short i mean better Luck tomorrow was was basically the turning point for me like it really uh put me on the map it, yeah. it was a film that you know went to sundance it was important um made a splash it's still considered a classic and you know to this day like i'm, I'm sitting here in bangkok working you know, with these amazing actors, uh, you know, and, you know, I've, they make me feel old sometimes. Cause they're like, no. Oh yeah, we were kids. We were kids when
0: we watched your movies. We oh, man. Your like, Oh God. You look 21 to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> thank,
1: thank you, man. I appreciate that. And, um, but yeah, that was kind of the turning point. And then I was burnt out though. after yeah. that, like, Tomorrow. I, I, I was like, man, I'm kind of done with LA. And, uh, cause I, I kind of felt that, um, it was weird because I felt like my dreams of wanting to be an actor and, and to work in the industry was was beginning to, like, make me feel trapped yeah. and imprisoned. You know what I mean? Which is totally not why I became an actor.
0: Do, you, know do, do I mean? you feel like part of that was the lack of representation? Because, you know, Asian characters were depicted as, as I mean... A, just being honest, like as ninjas or as villains or as, yeah. you know, like that must, you know, now it's, you know, like films like Minari and, and it's, mm. there's so many wonderful rich roles. Did you feel mm. limited by what was available to you? Or do you think, or was that uh, not part of it?
1: I mean, yes, that definitely was a part of it, but, but also like, um I, I feel like every actor, regardless of age, uh, ethnicity, sex um, has their own cross to bear, so to speak. You know, it is yeah. not easy for any actor of any, of any, you know, ethnicity or look or whatever, you know? Yeah, so, no, I, I so, 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 but, but each actor has a unique set of problems and things to deal with. Right. So, so that's def- that was definitely a part of it, but I just wasn't at the stage of my career where like, um, yeah, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't working enough. I wasn't like, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have the opportunities to express myself as a performer. So, and definitely roles were limited, but then I started to get into like this little, little niche, which was Asian American independent films. Yeah. And so, um, and so to be part of yellow and Bell like tomorrow, like. And, and Jasmine, would that
0: fall under Jasmine, that? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. So, 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 um, and um, I've often said that I'd be very happy to stay working in, in that, you know, in, in that world, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would be more than happy to say that. I mean, just to work is amazing. Right. So, um, um, yeah. So around that, that time, I, yeah, I, I felt like you know my dreams were imprisoning me. I'd been in LA for a long time. It struggled really hard, but finally I was getting a few breaks and, uh, and then I'm, you know, better luck like tomorrow was this, was just like this gift that like, came out of nowhere. And, and, um, Did that and, get you, you Tokyo
0: drift? Cause didn't yes. Justin have something to do with that as well? Or- yeah. So basically uh, after, so we,
1: we went to Sundance with, with Bella Tomorrow and Justin's career took off and um, I had a little hiatus in the middle there. <laughs> I literally, I literally, so so we went to Sundance and uh, after Sundance, I went on vacation to South America. I went to Buenos Aires. Oh. And um, my mom's a, is a big dance fanatic she just loves to dance and she performs every year at, in, in the um, on a float one of those brazilian dance oh nice in floats in in london yeah um my mom lives in london right and um so anyway she was uh, she called me up i was right after sundance and she had said that like she was like not um she was you know she was just a little bit depressed and like you know whatever and i said look you know mom let's uh let's go on vacation and let's let's go dance yeah so we thought about going to brazil or something and go dance there but uh, for some reason they're like good deals on flights to to Argentina and my mom loves tango and uh, so oh, we went to, to Argentina so for two weeks Amazing. it's so amazing yeah so I, I, I went there and um, uh, we, I met up, met, with my, met up with my mom. we danced tango for two weeks taking lessons going to milongas and all this stuff and uh, taking some Spanish lessons had a great bonding time and then yeah so left.
0: beautiful you yeah it was take really a beautiful film about that man.
1: I know, I know. It, was a, it was it was interesting because it was a, a a real like turning point for me because my mom then went back to London and then I got on a flight back to to LA and I remember on the flight back to LA thinking like thinking about my apartment and thinking about my life and 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 just going Ugh, man I I uh, you know not yeah. just kind of dreading the thought of going back to the, my what the life I had there and uh, I arrived at, in Atlanta. And, uh, I, you know, the, <laughs> I arrived in Atlanta and the immigration officer looks through all my paperwork and basically figures out that I had overstayed my visa no. in the States. Yes. So I, up until that point, I had been like bouncing around on different visas. Right. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm British I'm, yeah. and I'm from Hong Kong. So, and no one at that point in my career was going to give me a visa To be, you know, study acting and take classes and like do student films and you know get one line. You know what I mean? Like, so my thought was like, at some point my career, I'd be able to like, you know, get your agency or a production. Yeah, but at that, yeah, but I wasn't at that level yet, right? Yeah. So so anyway, the 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 immigration officer figured out that like I had overstayed on one trip to America. That I had overstayed by like thirteen days. So anyway, long story short, they freaking shoved me in a freaking jail cell and refused me entry into the country. And I had to turn around and go back to my own country. And so I had a choice of like going back to Hong Kong or the UK. And, uh, and, I, and I thought to myself, wait a second. I just had two amazing weeks in Argentina. So, <laughs> so instead of going back to my own home country, I, I went back to Argentina. And I'd met some people during those two weeks and I literally called them and like, wait, you just left <laughs> yeah. like,
0: like I'm 24 back. hours ago <laughs> and now you're back.
1: <laughs> and uh, I ended up spending the year in, in Argentina and kind of like. Hey, what'd you do with the LA apartment? Do you just let it go? I, I called, I called up all my friends, you know, like, like Sung Kang, you know, yeah. from, from, from fast and, and all those, all my homies. And I said, Hey, uh, just, you know, whatever you want, you can take it and, and uh, that was it that's so rock the, and roll i you know, love that so, you know and it was it was it was good because it, it like it freed me yeah it freed me it yeah. absolutely freed me and it gave me permission you know like um uh, because i wanted to use my brain in a different way and i wanted to you know um yeah like i said i had felt imprisoned by my own dreams right so and but this had coincided right when, like, I had the biggest success of my career, which was yeah. uh, tomorrow. So, like, I had this film, uh, you know, in a great role, and it's, it's getting a lot of notice. And I'm not there to take advantage of any of that, right? Yeah, and we so, just didn't know, uh,
0: you know, I, mean, I didn't know, it, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so, I, I missed I out on a lot of opportunities, I think. I mean, maybe I did, I don't know. Um, but I needed it, I needed to, I needed a, a sabbatical, and yeah
0: it needed to uh, so heal man we all have to
1: yeah totally totally and then i spent a year in argentina and i started learning spanish and uh and i went to london for a year started working there but i found that in london that i was kind of uh fighting the same battle that i was fighting in america which was you know being asian in, in a predominantly you know caucasian country yeah and, and so so a year in london i thought oh you know what i it's time for me to go back to Hong Kong and, yeah. and try and uh, you know, do something there and make something that's within my subculture. Right. Because yeah. in, in Hong Kong, you know, obviously most film and TV is about local people and you know, rightly so. And then, you know, occasionally we'll get like Hollywood or foreign productions coming into yeah. town and they'll film. Um, but there really weren't any films or stories set within my subculture, which is, in, you know, I'm an English speaking Hong Kong. I grew up in Hong Kong, um, mixed race. Um, yeah. Is it, um and so I wanted to tell films, you know, because you know I'd spent my career trying to be English or trying to yeah. be American, fit into Someone, what other be people thought. Yeah, be. Or, or, yeah, yeah. Or I'm, I'm not, so in Hong Kong, I'm not Chinese enough. I'm England, I'm not English enough. American, I'm not American enough. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to make films at least within my my sub my sub uh, culture. And so that's what led to Jasmine wow. and Jasmine. Yeah. And um, did you write that? I co-wrote it yeah with my with my collaborator uh Dax Phelan Uh, we came up with a story we came up with a story together and um yeah you know I I call it a little mini masterpiece because it's uh, I really feel like it's a it's a a perfect blend of like western and uh you know American sort of cinema from the 70s yeah mixed with you know Wong Kar Wai and and yeah cinema and um I, it, it's funny because that now that um, when I watched the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix a couple years ago, I'm like, oh my god, Jasmine is the Joker. Yeah, it's like the, the, the makeup, noir but, of uh, yeah, 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 totally with, without with, without the the makeup and without yeah. the budget, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, and then I I was basically you know going down this path of okay, um, you know, I'm I'm going to be making my own films. I was kind of one of the things that burnt me out was auditioning going on lots of auditions, you know, and it it just did a number of me and it kind of like, you know, maybe I had some PTSD from it or or whatever, but I thought, you know what, now I need to just make my own films, make my own opportunities because I was frustrated that I would need other people's permission to, to do my work, you know, uh, express myself. So uh, Jasmine was kind of like the first of of a a film of a bunch of films that I was going to make.
0: Beautiful Dude, film, it's, everyone. It's, check it out. It's so incredible. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's a, it's a special one. That was a tough one, man. That was a tough gig. That was a tough gig, man.
0: But those wow. are the battles that you, yeah, had, yeah. you know what I mean? You did it, yeah. man. I mean, that's, Yeah. I got so much respect for that. It's so hard to get thank up and do it. Much. Not many people thank can you. say that, man. So don't ever take that, you know, it always be proud of that brother, because I'm so proud of you. And oh, thank you. So, you know man that's that's so beautiful and mm-hmm. and and as you started making films did these start getting you more and more opportunities like audition wise or were you so tuned out of the audition thing that you were just focusing so, on
1: yeah so i i was uh i was at the stage of my career where um because i had left america and um and i had come back to hong kong to make films and um I started to like uh you know learn how to shoot and write and produce and you know and just uh um you know basically because i wanted i i wanted to become a filmmaker uh I mean you know as much as I wanted to act, I just thought like I said I wanted to create more own opportunities and so i kind of i wouldn't say turn my back to Hollywood because it you know it wasn't like it was just there Intentional the or part, so yeah. you know what i mean but it but basically I started to you know just kind of focus on other things. And um, before Warrior, uh, this, sound, this is going to sound crazy. Before Warrior, I hadn't had an agent or any rep for 10 years. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I was working off my own, like, uh, I guess connections. Connections. Yeah. Connections. Like, you know, I would get gigs from people that would remember me or they would know me from Better Like Tomorrow. Every now and then, Better Luck Tomorrow would, like, save my ass. You oh, know, like, still, someone, that's
0: your so, film. Oh, someone, wow.
1: Yeah, someone would be a fan of it, would like it, would know me, and then, you know, would get in touch with me. Um, and then, and but I was doing a whole bunch of other gigs, and I was basically doing, like, 10 different side hustles to stay alive. And uh, and then in, in that interim of those 10 years, I got married, had kids, and um, I was bouncing around from doing acting work on film and TV when, when it would come, but then I would also be doing, like, uh, you know, acting in like a corporate setting, like corporate yeah. training, you know, you know, going into law firms and, 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 uh, banks and, you know, doing role play yeah. theater, you know, coaching and training for all kinds of stuff. So, um, not the sexiest kind of acting. No, but you got to survive. I mean? Yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, doing police lineups and all kinds of things. Always with, with the intention in the back of my mind that I would keep making my films like Jasmine. And yeah. that would eventually lead me back to, to Hollywood or, or or wherever for films. Uh, but then one day out of the blue, um, I get a call from uh, the casting for Warrior. So, you know, obviously I didn't have a rep then. So they yeah. must have, they directly searched me out. Yeah. So they, they, you know, that was cool. And they had me read was, for... Was it for Young June or was it for a song? No. It was for Assam. They, ah. had, they had me reach for Assam. And it was like, uh, I think it was 2017. It was in the summer. They had me reach for Assam. And uh, and I remember I remember thinking like I had done a decent job, but not, I didn't feel like, I, oh man, I nailed it. I'm going to yeah. pick this one. You know, I didn't didn't have that feeling. Um, I just felt like maybe it would have been a role that would have been great for me, but in a different time in my life. You yeah, know what I, mean? I know I what you mean. I always feel like, yeah. I feel like characters kind of like, they come at the right time. Yeah, right you know, time, right you,
0: moment, right place, right yeah, mindset. Yeah,
1: yeah. They find you, or you find them. But there's always it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, exactly. And so I read for Assam and and basically every agent actor read for Assam. That's where <laughs> everyone starts. It doesn't no matter where, what archetype. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter what archetype you are, right? Yeah, you, you, everyone reads for that role. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, I read for that, and uh, sure enough, I did not hear anything back from them and months go by and i you know i've, I've moved on it but yeah moved on yeah i was like trying once i'm done with an audition i just move on because otherwise it just it, it, it paralyzes you, up, you know? man oh, yeah exactly okay. yeah, you just yeah. it's done it's done it's done yeah so it was done and then um a few months later i get a, a a call a frantic call from casting and they're like oh we want you to reach for another role and i'm like Okay, because right. yeah. I, 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 had, had this hunch that that this show would probably have other characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know how many totally, Asian characters? Yeah. And uh, but and that I would, there would probably be something that was just perfect for me. And so, um, so they had yeah, had me. They told me about Young June, and the casting director uh, Alexa Vogel had said oh, to the me, best. you know, yeah, the best, the best." Yeah, had said, "Look." had given me very, very specific notes, right? Like, play it chill, you know, don't go overboard, just play it calm. Like, I was, it was being hammered home to me, you know, yeah. just play it chill. And then uh, Justin Lin calls me and uh, and he says, same thing, he says, like, play it chill, play it chill. <laughs> and then Jonathan Chopper uh, he calls me, says the same thing, like, play it chill. I'm like, <laughs> all right, okay, yeah, I, I, got I it. get the message. <laughs> I got it, guys, I got it so so i uh so i i get the sides and i'm like really this okay all right you know i'm a professional i'll i'll, I'll you know i can take direction yeah so i did my first young, young tune audition on tape and uh and i played it super chill yeah like like I, like i was you know marlon Brando and the godfather or something you know and it was it's a scene uh I think in episode three, season one, when Assam comes out of prison or jail, and we're celebrating and I'm on the bar, like everyone's having the whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's it's that's one of my audition scenes. And I'm like playing it super chill. Hey, so how was it in there? You know, like and uh and I sent it in and I didn't feel good about it at all. Yeah. It's such the wrong direction
0: for that, you know. it Went wrong,
1: and I I I go home and and uh, I fucking sit in the kitchen, you know, in the dark. I'm just, like, thinking to myself, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, what the hell am I doing? I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Just, like, this kind of self-talk. Like, man, like, yeah. seriously. My wife walks in, and she's like, what the are you doing <laughs> in the dark? Stop <laughs> moping around. Yeah. And uh, anyway, um, the next day, I get a call from Jonathan Chopper saying, no, 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 no. Like we, we we need to see the energy of this guy, you know? And I'm like, of course, of course you do. Yeah. So he gave me the opportunity to, to redo my Young June audition. And what I did was I threw out every piece of note and direction yeah. that anyone had given me about the role. Because everyone had been talking to me about it, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, that's it. I'm not gonna listen to anybody with all due respect. Um and and it's you know I I always talk about this like one of the things that that um, was really influential on me was uh, you know Bruce Lee's philosophy. Yeah. And I always remembered him talking about like you know you know that you know through martial arts and you know, and obviously through acting you know that you should honestly express yourself. Yeah. And uh, and I and I basically heard could hear that you know mantra in the back of my head. I was like, all right, I'm gonna freaking do this role yeah. the way I want to do it. Because if I am so, you know, I've been, I've had such a long career that's been ups and downs. And so my thinking was like, you know what, if I'm going to be so lucky as to be given this role, then I better play him the way I want to play him. I better enjoy it. I need to enjoy it. I, you know what I mean? Uh, And not try and fit into other people's like, no, you need the catharsis for yourself. I I need, I need it. Exactly. So uh, it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the gig. It was like, okay, it was purely about if i'm going to play this guy then i'm going to play him the way i want to enjoy it and and you know uh way i want to do it and so i think i did like one or two takes uh and it was uh there was definitely some like you know improv drizzled in yeah yeah cuz i knew this i knew like i think there was one line like uh uh i had i'm trying to remember the line um Oh, that's right. This, this, this speech was, didn't end up making the, the final cut, but there was some speech where you know, like I was saying something about you know prostitution in Chinatown and, yeah. and how they blame the Chinese for everything, and, and I just threw in a bunch of improv, like, "Yeah, you know, I take responsibility for that," because you know, young know, you know, Jin's yeah. always like at the brothel, yeah. You know? So we just just getting having sticky. a lot of <laughs> getting sick, yeah, yeah, exactly, and just having yeah. a lot of fun with it, yeah. and um, and uh, and then you know, uh, sent in the tape and. And then like within hours, we were, you know, talking about contracts and, oh,
2: and you know, it was,
1: it was so satisfying, man. It was so gratifying because like I said, I'd been really struggling, you know, I been like, I was working 10 different gigs. Um, you know, we got three kids and, and I was just hustling, you know, hustling, hustling, hustling. And, um, and like I said, I didn't have an agent in 10 years. So I didn't think I was going to be working on a, american tv show you yeah. know what i mean like i thought my with was, a budget I
0: mean, you know with like a, a budget yeah, exactly so yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah and then um it was a really sweet moment and you know um you know it came at the right time for me because like i said um you know we've been really struggling and um and then you know i always say to my wife i'm like honey why did you marry a broke unemployed actor what were you thinking <laughs> like what we you, you know you had no idea that we were going to be getting that you know. That, you know things would turn around like yeah you, know, you, you went into this <laughs> blind and uh and so when we were sitting we were sitting we were filming uh season two of of warrior and we're seeing this amazing apartment that we rented for, for the duration of the shoot and and you know, my wife's there my kids are there and, and i turned to my wife and i'm like holy crap like i've achieved all my dreams yeah i've achieved all my dreams like you know beautiful wife beautiful kids um i'm a working actor like i had this dream to be an actor and like i'm doing it now like yeah i'm incredulous like i was sat there and i was like man i i freaking did it finally yeah you know, like dude. you know what i mean like <laughs>
0: fucking a man yeah like i'm I remember, so like, proud I'm of like, you man oh my god it's
1: funny because yeah like it took me like so long you know but to get here but yeah it was really it's satisfying i remember i had like this delayed response i think like six months later i just i was there by myself and i was just thinking whoa thinking about riding the school bus to school when i was a a little kid dreaming about being an actor and then thinking now i'm going and i remember just going like 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 i just scored a goal at the world cup you know
0: you did it yes. though, man. You did. Yes,
1: it. man.
0: Oh God. What it's, a beautiful it's, it's, story.
1: Man, like, like I just sometimes I'm like, wait, I you know, I was I'm a kid from Hong Kong who had this idea that I could become an actor. And I mean, it was a long road, but like, yeah, here we are. So cool. So, so cool, you, man. So cool. It,
0: any, you know, I know it, a lot of the world is just discovering it. And hopefully this is what sets it on course, but any hope for season three, you think? Um
1: so yes, I do think there's hope. There's nothing guaranteed. There's nothing yeah. set stone. Anything can happen. But what happened was long, um, you know. Long story short, you know, when Cinemax kind of fold, folded with uh, AT and T's takeover yeah. of uh, Time Warner, Time Warner so yeah. it, basically, it basically got a bit messy, and you know, we just became a casualty of, of a of a corporate reshuffling.
0: My friend but, Carla Gigino's show Jet had the same thing happen to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it looked like it was dead in the water for a long time. However, uh, things have changed now, and there's more of a uh, there's more political will for it. Um, everyone involved, all uh, everyone wants to do it. You know, um, you know, Jonathan Chopper you know, all the actors want to do yeah. it. Obviously, um, but the fans need it. I mean. Fans, yeah yeah and then going from cinemax to hbo max has made all the difference because uh you know it's not a scientific uh, way to to, to 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 um to measure it but like just judging through social media and the response um all the actors have noticed a, a big big uh difference once it went to hbo max
2: That's and amazing. so
1: so i think like you know if if the audience keeps like watching it and keeps talking about it and it you know the numbers are there i think like we stand um there's hope is what yeah. i'm saying now yeah. there's a lot more hope now and I, love I, that. I mean it'd be crazy not to do another one yeah like i think
0: it would be it's, outrageous it's, i'm going like, to write hbo's executive I tomorrow know.
1: yeah uh, the show's too good it's and it's so
0: relevant and it's like uh it's uh, it's more relevant that's like, that's what I, when I watched it, I was like, I can't believe how relevant this is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And like how many shows like smash, you know, uh, Gags of New York, Blind is with, you know, Bruce Lee martial arts. It's just yeah. so unique. Oh, and it, it, uh, on the surface, you're like, Hey, does that really make sense? But then when you watch it, like, Oh yeah, it, it works. It, like, perfectly. it works. It yeah. totally works. I think the pulpy, you know, hyper realism, martial arts, the, the the time period. and Oh man, it's, we're able to say more about today by setting the show
0: back then, you know, yeah. um, it's uh, yeah. Mm. So beautiful, man. Well, dude, few final questions. I don't want to take up, you know, your entire day. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you. Uh, um I know we mentioned fast nine and you're working on a film now. Can you, can you yes. let people know obviously fast nine? I don't know with with movie theaters, they keep changing dates, yes. but that's coming out soon. And yes, and right now you're in Bangkok working on a film.
1: Yes, so uh, so 2020 was like you know everyone knows what happened in 2020. Yeah. Uh, so Fast Nine was supposed to come out uh, in 2020, but because of the pandemic, it got pushed, and it got and it's been it's been pushed a few times. The latest that I've heard is that it's coming out June 25th of this year, 2021. Okay. So, okay. And, and it says only in theaters at the bottom of every uh, ad that I've seen. All right. So we'll They're optimists. I love see. it. They're yeah. optimistic. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I'm back in the franchise. I was in the third one, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. And if you guys follow this, the franchise, basically three the Tokyo Drift. Three
0: was, was, is it was, takes is the future of all the other yes, ones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like a yeah. different timeline. And, yeah.
1: and, you know, whatever. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah 15 years later I'm, I'm now back in the franchise you know oh, um
0: it's amazing and it, was, it
1: was super cool because like you know i'd done like a, a season or two of warrior and um and then i'm in the trailer for f9 for like one second and i got way more attention on social media from that one second of f9 than i did all from two seasons of Warriors. Oh, no like, oh wow okay yeah. I'm guessing this is a pretty big franchise. Yeah, man, you know? like yeah. It's, it's, well it's, Warrior's it's, coming out man it's on HBO yeah, Max yeah, so. no, now yeah. Yeah. yeah on HBO Max is definitely it's it's, a, it's changing. And then the film I'm doing right now is actually called Fistful of Vengeance. It's a Netflix movie. It'll be out um in the fourth quarter of this year. And it's uh it's a feature film that's uh I, I guess a spin-off maybe uh, okay. I don't know what you call it. Uh Based on the series Wu Assassins, which was there's one oh, season. Oh yeah, of I remember Assassins that. On, yeah, on yeah. Uh, And so this is like they take the, the team, uh, the Wu family, basically, and um, this whole adventure uh, takes place in Bangkok. It's very cinematic. It's yeah. it has a very different feel. It's uh you know um, and I get to work with these amazing actors like, and perform with like Eko Uwais is you know he's just a you know. He's going to go down as one of the greatest martial yeah. arts actors ever. I mean, he's phenomenal. Yeah. And we have got Louis Tan, who is um, the lead actor in um, in uh, Mortal Kombat. And then yeah. Lawrence Cow is in it as well. And so it's great to work with these guys. I mean, when they called me up and said, hey, do you want to do the Wu Assassin standalone movie? I'm like, yes. Yeah.
0: I do. I'd oh, love man. to work with these
1: guys. That's yeah. so
0: amazing. Well, dude. So amazing. I, yeah. This has been one of the most beautiful conversations I've had. And it's been the exact reason I created the podcast, and I, I'm so eternally grateful to you for opening up. Okay. And I have endless thanks. And and when you're in New York, please look me up. Let's get dinner. Let's geek out over you know Bruce right. Lee. Final question, Sounds man. Good. Just yes. Just for for all the young Jasons, you know, or you know, Ryans, or you know, people still still fighting the good fight, you know. Mm. Uh, acting's tough and pandemics happened you know any yep. any words of wisdom for them um hey i'm i'm still trying to figure
1: it out myself you know like i've even though i've been doing this for a while i mean I, it's just an, a never-ending learning experience and the only real piece of advice i can give you because i think when people want advice they want some sort of like uh but Optimistic, a that will, like, ch- yeah. Change time. yeah. But the only real piece of advice I can give anyone um, is to enjoy the work. Yeah, enjoy the work. Um, you know, if don't let your happiness be based on some sort of success or where your career is. Just enjoy the work. If you love acting, act. Enjoy that, yeah. and that is that is the, the the reward in and of itself. And um, and if you're so blessed uh, to 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 be able to work in this industry or then even better but like yeah. just enjoy the work for what it is um because that'll that'll carry you through the the the, the bad times the, yeah. the lean times you know?
0: amazing um, story jason yeah. tobin i love you brother thank you for coming on thank you let's you do much. this again man thank you. so Absolutely. much love enjoy thank you. filming have a blast i'm so jealous and we'll talk soon <laughs> okay all right thank you ryan thank much you much love